All right, episode 31 of the It's Always Something podcast out in L.A. Out in L.A. My name is J.D. Shout out to Big Night Media. Shout out to the Dropouts podcast for letting us uh, be a part of their studio feng shui. It is. It is absolutely a vibe. And first guest up on the show, well, second guest up on the show is Troy Osterberg, a.k.a. Troy Boy Swag. No, we're going to cut that out. I'm just joking. No. Um, Troy Osterberg. Hey, thanks for having me, JD. Of course, anytime. So me and Troy met last month. Uh, We met through some mutual friends, and we met when I came out for the Raiders game in my Henry Ruggs jersey <laughs> that I just purchased a month ago. I shouldn't be laughing. Because it really isn't funny, Troy. It's not funny. I'm not <laughs> laughing at that. I'm laughing at the loss. Let me let me be a, just up front. For any of you guys that don't know, um, JD is a huge Raiders fan, which I'm sure they all know. Um, I've never seen someone just get along with every single person that was wearing a Raiders jersey at the Chargers game. Yeah. Like, everybody loved this kid because he was just, I'm going to refer to you as a, as a kid because you're not mm-hmm. six years old. Mm-hmm. Everybody loved JD because he just brought the energy. And, and I think you had, dude, you like, you like created a community in the little uh, <laughs> Why the little Why do space. you act like you knew everyone in SoFi Stadium? Like, dude, this guy got along with everybody. Like- you did. <laughs> you really did. Like, even even some of the Chargers people were just like liking your vibe. Yeah. But remember, they took off, I cannot believe they made you take off your, your Raiders gear. No, I brought, I brought it up in a few podcasts ago that because it was just the most LA thing of all time. Oh, 100%. Because there's <clears throat> I've never seen that in a stadium ever ever in the history of my life because we were we were in a Chargers booth which I found out which was really nice which, which was, was really really nice yeah. and the people that got us tickets know nothing about football. No, absolutely not. No, <laughs> which nothing which is oddly enough how that all works out. So we got tickets yeah. to the game. We, I walk in um, and the, someone from media, the media relations was like, dude, you got to take the, you, you know, your gear off. And I was like, ha, 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 ha. You know, like when you're in that sporting environment, and, you're like, no, ha, no, ha, so, you're going to so root for I. them. So was I. Yeah. yeah. You I, were thought he, that, I thought yeah. he was joking when he looked at you. Yeah. Yeah. And then I realized I'm in LA. Some bullshit like this would happen. And the guy's like, no, dude, you wait, have Hold on. You think that only happens in LA? Yes. So dude. you're saying if I went to now... Las Vegas. If I went to Las Vegas in like the Raiders booth or boxy, yeah. whatever you, if you, whatever you want to call it, and I was wearing like a Chargers or like a Rams jersey, you think they would have me take it off? I don't. I think when you're on the field, it was different. Like if you're in, if we were around, this is what I was saying on on the podcast. Mm-hmm. If I was in like a owner's booth, or if I was in like some a specific player's booth. Sure. You know, like this was brought the people. There were influencers. There were people that don't like football. Neither, like this was not in the environment where you say you can't wear a Raider jersey. No, here. absolutely not. Like, absolutely and it's not. all. And at the end of the day, it's sports. It's all fun and games. And of course, Raider fans, I could understand because we're just buffoons, and we'd be the ones trashing that joint and yeah, yeah. talking hell of shit. But <laughs> they could. The guy could have just told me, "Hey, you're not allowed to wear." Raider stuff. Or if you can wear your shit in here, sure. just don't act stupid. Sure. Like if you don't cheer, but you can wear it. He told me to take my shit off. 
Like if I didn't have, I feel like that kind of goes hand in hand. I mean, you were screaming. You were just like, "Yeah, fuck you!" George. Not not in the booth. As, Don't as you have Justin Herbert's parents apparently yeah. <laughs> sitting in front of us, and you're like, "Yeah, let's go, fuck that kid up." And that is like, not true, Troy. Dude, you were screaming, and I was like, "Oh, JD." I was like, for a second, I d- I was trying to figure out like if someone came up and was like, "Hey, are you with him?" I was gonna be like. I don't really, I just met him today. I don't really know him all that well. Wow. <laughs> Some friend I am. That sounds like a real LA friendship to me. <laughs> no, but so me and Troy met and, you know, there are, um, it's really interesting because when you meet someone off rip and they start talking shit to you, you really have to decipher quickly if they're a piece of shit or not. Yeah. And so like you were, you were given like, you know, you were giving it back a little bit. And so yeah. I was like, I, I was, car- I was doing my character analysis. Analy- yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, analysis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, is this guy a prick? I don't know yet. <laughs> but he was like talking just yeah. enough shit where I was like, Oh, he's fucking with me. Like, yeah. and so that's that those people I vibe with immediately. So that's where me and Troy met. We met at the game. And of course at sporting events, you have fun and bond the entire uh, the entire time so it's an easy experience but yeah dude like i i I think did i text you i there's no way i did as soon as i found out about the rug shit i was like dude that jersey that i just bought no you didn't the guy's in jail now and now i bought jersey insurance and i was talking all that shit in the car about it too i was like wait jersey insurance what yeah so like if uh because you know people don't play with the same team as much anymore. Sure. So you get Jersey assurance now where like if someone gets oh, cut assurance, or, uh, yeah, insurance, insurance. Insurance? Uh, insurance, it's insurance, Jersey insurance. What? Yeah. And so basically I like if he, as long as Henry Ruggs was on an active roster, yeah. but not playing for the Raiders, I could have gotten a new Jersey for free. You could have swapped it out. I could have swapped it out. Shut up. But now that he's fucking in jail for like probably the rest of my life and his life, yeah, yeah. whoops. Oh, man. So oh, that was man. just down the drain. But well, I'm sorry. Um, so, how, you, so you just got screwed. How much did you spend on the jersey? Yeah, like eighty five oh, bucks. Dude, Enough, bro. Here was like hundred and fifty dollars. I, bro, I just bought it, dude. I'm unemployed. Help, help a player out, my guy. Not all of us can just live our fucking lives based off our face. Listen, my you know guy. what? I'm gonna I'm gonna buy you a new jersey. Thank really with my last name on it. <laughs> so cute, man. So cute, man. If if it gets the views, I might I might owe you if I get some sponsorship. Or you know shit what? Out of I'm gonna this. have like like Troy's bitch on the back. What the fuck Number do you think 69. you are coming on my podcast talking reckless like this, dog? <laughs> Well, listen, do you, um, do you have any questions? I feel like, do you have any questions for me? For you? Yeah. Just off rip, like that you've always thought about or like, you know, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Why are you, you? Why am I me? Dude, well, that's a great question, man. There, there have been multiple me's throughout the year as I'm finding out on my Facebook when I like go into my memories. I'm like, like today, what am I going to have to delete today from my Facebook (laughs) in 2009? But we're all like that. We're all like that. I know, but you like, you talk, I like, I talked so crazy. Yeah, but when that's just was, you. That's just your personality. Bro, I was saying some reckless canceled shit. Like, really? I'm talking like, uh, like from nightclub stuff, just saying like, you know, girls when they take off their shoes, you know, just going into crazy detail about oh, I didn't know the that. nightclub life. Yeah, I mean, dude. But who, at the end of the day, who uses Facebook anyway? Uh, d- or is trolls? it Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter? Do you use Twitter? Yeah, I use Twitter. I'm verified, G. Come on, You're, bro. Oh, like, why are you verified? Why do you use Twitter? I don't understand Twitter. Uh, well, okay. 
I don't know if that's a good question or not, but I'll answer it here. I, we, I think, don't, we don't need to. I just don't no, understand it. Twitter is important because I think in the beginning it was to get information. So like things that you were interested in, whether it was like news, it was just a digital newspaper. Sure. Yeah. So like okay. Twitter and then and then it got to a point where you were like Dave Dave Chappelle called it the um, writing on the wall in a bathroom. That's what Twitter is. Right. <laughs> like, oh, that you makes know, sense. like what you see written on a wall in a stall. That's like what people write, which on means Twitter. it's a very like unreliable source. <laughs> no, it, it is sometimes an unreliable source. And it is like if you abuse it, then it can be a lot. If you pay a lot of attention to it, it could be mm, a lot. But sure. if you're just trying to go get facts or if you're finding out there's heaven forbid a fucking shooting somewhere and you're like you're finding information out. Yeah. So it like it serves a, a good purpose. But okay. yes, if you go too, if you're too deep into Twitter, then it can get like where it fucks with your mind. Sure, sure, <laughs> you sure. Know what I I'm mean, if you get too deep in the hole. Yeah, if you get yeah, too, no, yeah, if I you get, get too deep in that sphere, you fall off into the abyss. Right, correct. You're just, you're just a lost cause. Right, right, right. Point. So, how long have you um? How long have you been in LA? Uh, five years. Five years. Five years now. So I was born and raised in Orange County, um, specifically Newport. So we're like very like, hey man, let's go hit the beach. Let's go hit Fifty Fourth Streets three to four, you know, go grab this size board kind of thing. That's like our vibe. And then moving to LA for school, um, just a different, it's a different vibe, but I don't see myself going back anytime soon. Why are you out here? Um, to pursue the dream, man. What is the dream for you? Well, I'm trying to make it in the, uh, I was in a casting for Backdoor Sluts 3. Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> no man i started i started acting and modeling just like everyone else in la um which i i found a a, a joy in i mm -hmm. guess and then um once it started to slow down because of the pandemic um i started making tiktoks because i was tired of of always relying on an agency or management to find my next gig so mm -hmm. i was like why not be productive and kind of like on top of my own shit and uh started making tiktoks post them whenever i want However, I made whatever I wanted, and uh, it just kind of took off from there. So, yeah, I've been out here for entertainment to give you a whole Yeah, summary. yeah, yeah. What, what did you think of TikTok pre-pandemic? Because I thought it was corny as shit. Everyone did, though. Yeah. Everyone did. <laughs> so I literally like, agree? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I literally, I remember my friend saying, hey, you should get on TikTok. And I was like, I don't even know what that is. She's like, oh, it's this fun, like, little app thing, whatever. And I was like, okay. So, I, jo I joined it, made a video. And it did relatively well for, like, a first TikTok. Mm. And then the more I, like, kept on posting, I realized, I was like, dude, this is stupid. Like, people would so much rather watch a 16-year-old dance, aka, like, Charlie D'Amelio, yeah. as opposed to, like, anyone making, like, funny humor skits or just, like, what I thought was original content at the time. And um, so I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm done. I'm done. And then I think, like, six months down the road, my friend was like, dude, you're a fool for not hopping on TikTok. Like, imagine if, you know, you kind of started... Imagine if you did it and two months from now you have 10,000 followers. Mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, cool, because I want to do music, right? So he was like, it just, it just, you have a little bit more of an audience to promote your music to. Mm -hmm. So I was like, cool, let's do it. And so I like started posting TikToks and then, you know, two months later it was, uh, I had like 100,000, I think. And I was like, let's just see how far we can go with it. Because you're a pretty boy. It all yeah, stemmed man. from a bet. That's all I have to say. I'm a very competitive person. And he at the time had, this kid had like 30,000 followers. One of my best friends, Costas Garcia, shout, shout out Costas. And uh, he was like, dude, you should do it. I had like a thousand, I think. And I was like, cool, let's make a video or let's make a bet. First person to hit 100K views on a video wins like 100 bucks. And he was like, 
nah, dude, nah, nah, I'm too afraid. I was like, what do you mean? You have 30,000 people. I have 1,000. Let's just, let's do it. I think we got down to like $20. I was like, $20 isn't even worth my time, but I just want to prove to him that I can like, <laughs> I can do it. So I think like four days later, I like, I don't know what the video was. I think it was like an acting video and boom, uh, went off. I don't know if you call that viral. It went viral, yeah. Yeah, you can say that. I mean, not n- now. Not like viral, viral. Not viral. But it, we'll just say it did well. It did well, it did relatively well. well. And uh, I said, yo, where's my money? Facts. Got to gotta collect. Yeah, probably bought a Chipotle bowl with extra guac on it with that $20. <laughs> and you. then um, from there, just uh, can continue to, to run with it and... Here we are. What would you um, rate the um, level of importance since you since you've been in, out here in LA? As far as like the amount of time you'd spend with TikTok stuff and relying on that audience or using that audience or acting or like what is your order of priority out here in LA? Say that. Say that one more time. Like, what's your what? Yeah, what's your what's your priority? So like. You're using TikTok to inevitably get to an act like acting space, right? Like, sure. So I'm saying your level of importance. You're you're going on auditions. Like, sure. wh- where does TikTok play a role for you as opposed to someone who's making a bulk of their shit on TikTok? Like, is this that's just this is just a subplot to make sure I'm getting to here. Yeah, like, but, this but, helps me get to here. But I'd say like for me, TikTok's like the engine. It's like the powerhouse mm. where it's like it's like it it. Springboards. It creates leverage for me. Sure. Is that is that yeah, fair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I always said that when I went into um, auditions or if I had callbacks for uh, producer sessions or, or director sessions, um, I was good. But the thing is, is my resume wasn't as big as some of these, you know, regular, uh, you know, series regulars from, you know, Gossip Girl or, or Vampire Diaries. And I didn't have a following. So I feel like now that I have a little bit more of a following, I, I have something to offer. Um, so if, if it's a kid where I'm going up who just got off of, you know, let's just say All-American, uh, I, have a, I have leverage, and so does he, but it just, I feel like it just bumps me up just a little bit where it's like, hey, I've got a little bit, I've got a couple people that would like watch the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so for me, it's just, it's just the powerhouse where it's like, hey, I have this to offer. And then also it stems with, with uh, merch, uh, that I that I enjoy making or music that I want to really pursue or you know acting like we were, like we said mm-hmm. so um, it's just you know I, I can do I can do a lot of things with it sure I, and I think probably a lot of your followers uh, unless I've missed something like when when are you gonna start coming out with some some teasers for people have you already started doing that for people in terms of music yeah in terms of music like where are you at musically um, I'm dropping my first single in December. As in next month, December. As in next month. Are you nervy? Have... You nervy, big boy? No, I'm a little nervous to see you like... nervy? Dude, the thing about music is it's so personal. Yeah. So it's like you're really just like opening yourself up and just like throwing it out there and, you know, God forbid, like people are just say, this is trash. What, this are, you is trash. Ta- what are you talking about? What I was are you talking about, like... big guy? Like on, on your on your musical project, what is the... Uh, what's the theme? Like what what, what direction are you, you going in? Um, I just love like a simplistic like... Like everybody loves Bieber. Bieber's mm-hmm. cool. Um, Sean Mendez is cool. Well, I'm saying like your content. So like as far as like what what are you nervous about as far as sharing oh, with oh, the oh. world? Like what scares you uh, that you're going to be putting out in the universe? It's just it's just a very personal uh, outlet that I feel like you're just opening yourself up and hoping that people like accept it. And if they don't, you're just like 
uh, okay. Yeah. Anyways, that's my song. Yeah. Well, are you and talking about girls? Are you talking about family? Are you talking yeah, about I mean, like mistakes in the past? Like I'm, I'm trying to get a gist uh, of like, uh, of, of like what's to yeah, come. Yeah. Like what I'm saying, what, what are you so uh, nervous about being vulnerable about? Uh, yeah. Everything's with, I mean, of course it's like girls and love and, and you know, relationships and, mm-hmm. and, uh, but then also I want to have, I want to have music where it's just like, you take out the love, you take out any like drama. I just want something that's like very nostalgic where it just takes you out of your everyday life for like two, three minutes where people can just have fun and just like forget about, you know, the bills they have to pay or the rent that they're behind on or just like, I just want like the outlet where people are just like free. Right, right, right. Sense. Yeah, no, hundred percent. So like there, I'm hitting like two sides of the spectrum. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, I can do it all and have like this kind of genre and this kind of a feeling. And here's the, you know what I'm talking about, but just stuff that's like fun and light and just easy listening, really. The Cali vibe. Yeah, I you mean, know, I just the Cali vibe. See, the thing is, like, I don't know the Cali vibe because I live here. Like, I know the New yeah. York vibe because yeah. I see you guys. Like, East Coast, I don't even, I'm not going to say New York, but like East Coast vibe. Uh huh. So, what's what, your version of the East Coast vibe? What is well, that? Well, I was just, the I was just, well, let's flip me. the script off. I was, yeah. I've been talking for way too much. I want to yeah. know what the Cali vibe is and then I'll give you. <clears throat> what, what you mean, what the Boston vibe is? No, or? no, I want, I want a Cali vibe or a West Coast vibe from an East Coaster. Oh, well, first of all, I'm from here, dog. Like, well, I know from, how we're, I'm from the Bay. You're born and yeah, raised in the Bay. Yeah, I wore a Raider jersey, Troy. Oh, I thought, I thought, <laughs> I thought you just went to school out there. No, 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 no. I went to school in AZ. That's right. You went to, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. No, I'm from the Bay. Sorry, from we're catching Bay. up right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're catching up. Us real quick. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a date, man. It's, it's just, it's what it is. It's a man date. Um, yeah, we might as well just turn and sit like this real quick. No. You um, want some ketchup? <laughs> Is there ketchup in there? No, 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 there's not. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm from Cali, so okay, I, I think okay. I think from from an East Coast vibe, I think someone from the East Coast could eat you alive. But you know, you have to live out there for a little bit to to understand and get sure, used to it. Sure, if they're really intense. So if like you played them a song and you're you're like, hey man, I'm really nervous about this. This is some you know pretty vulnerable and then they listen to it and they're like i fucking sucked they'll just tell you right away yeah 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 <laughs> like, Which like, it's just like black and white out there correct okay yeah yeah, yeah yeah out here it's more like beat around the bush and be like oh yeah that's great and then you'll go tell their friends like there's a shit was garbage. i don't want to shit on la because i really love california and, and inevitably this is where i would want to end up okay you know i want to end up in la i think you know you either want to end up in new york or la sure so I I think for me, I'm getting used to, and I say this with all due respect, the characters of LA. That's like, fair. That's fair. You know, like if I'm, like for example, like you know, we're we're in the house yesterday out here, like where um, my friend Julie manages some some people who do social media stuff, and Triller hosted this huge function, you know, where they're bringing a bunch of collaborators and yeah. like really dope networking things, right? But as I'm like seeing it, I'm wondering man, I wonder how they got here or like, you know, what their intentions are or, you know, like, are they fake or like what, I don't know. Like I, I get like really nerve. I found myself getting nervous and uncomfortable. Really? Yeah. uh, Around people that are like probably creative and and are really good at what they do. From yesterday. From yesterday. But there were, there were some, there were some characters. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. So I'm just saying like, there's, there were, it was just a lot, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, and so I'm, yeah. you know, I'm in, I'm in my Boston bubble, you know, and like, sure. you know, we don't have, and these things are normal. That's what I'm saying. So like yeah. these get togethers are normal where you, and there's just so many people. So I'm like, it's such a oversaturated market. I'm like, okay, 
how do you how do you stick out here? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's so yeah. difficult. Like people that are doing what you do, mm. there's so many people like you. So it's like, sure. what is, if I'm Troy? I'm like, what am I doing that is separating myself sure. from sure. from all of these people? But staying true to myself because I could find myself like. It scared me because I was like, dude, I felt like I could switch up. Like I could be a completely different person being in a really? room. With, yeah, man, it's weird. Like it would take me, I think, you know a, just a few seconds. But You know what's funny is is I understand what you're saying. You get what I'm saying? I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't feel the need to like switch up. And yeah, I guess I guess there's, trust me, there's a thousand good looking, you know, white, not saying that. <laughs> white white not, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good looking white kids, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like everyone, everyone's themselves, which makes you different and unique. And that's like yeah. so cliche to say. But like, I feel like that's just kind of like what, what makes you stick out is like not the switch up and not needing anything from anybody. I feel like that's like, that's like ah. a huge thing is transparency. I was just talking about this with someone where just like the more transparent you are with, with what you want or uh, what you want to do is just, is like so key in LA. Maybe just, I mean, not even necessarily LA, I'd say just like the world in general and just human interaction. But it's just like, it's like, just be transparent. Just be like a normal, like not normal. I mean, be just like mm -hmm. a good person with good intentions. And, and I just, I just say like not needing anything from anyone because like you're self-reliant and able to do it on your own. I mean, that's great to like yeah. collab with people, but like. But Troy, you have to keep, what I'm saying is you have to keep up. Like I, so yesterday I didn't see a single person if they want to, if, if we're just being transparent, like I didn't see a single person come in a Uber XL yesterday. You know what I mean? Like sure, everyone was yeah. getting picked up in a black car. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, hey, bro. Like, it's just a flex. It's just a stunt. That's what I'm saying. But you're not going to associate yourself with those people. I, I, would, I have so, no problem having an Uber XL come up to the, to the mansion. Dude, yeah, that's, that's totally fine. It just Save it, a couple bucks. It's, it's, um, it's different. I think people are always curious from the outside looking in, like, what it's like to be in those scenarios. Because they're wondering how the hell, why, why is this kid eating hummus yeah, in this, yeah, in this yeah, mansion? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. how did he end up here? So it's just Which like. I love that video, by yeah. the way. Yeah. I put up a video, if you haven't checked it out on the uh on my ig at it's always something with the underscore of just me eating hummus oh, in I this was mansion dying. by myself because I, I was just left there i'm like dying. hey bro this is what happens when you only have 12k on tiktok bro like you get left behind you don't Shut have an event up, you don't have an event to be at but you have some fly ass trader joe's uh hummus was it good hummus so, dude it was bombing every room it was bombing every room i went in it like tasted different like the more outside i went like the the better i felt the, the bolder it the, got. like the yeah, more yeah. i was eating i was like wow i'm really happy to be outside you know <laughs> Um, what, uh, what jobs did you have growing up? That's funny. I never really had a regular job. I had a big internship. That was, okay, that was where like at? what I consider my job here in LA actually. Okay. So all high, not all high school. That's a, that's too much. Um, I'd say like ninth and 10th grade, I had an internship in LA for a vocal coach, um, who worked with like Beyonce and Ariana Grande and, and like the whole like, uh, American Idol like team. Like he, he worked with some pretty good people and mm. dude, I just remember for like, for a solid like year and some change, I was driving from Orange County to LA, which is like an hour drive and then back. But I'd stay there all day. I worked like a nine to five. And if he needed any more, I'd work like a nine to seven if he had events or, you know, maybe sometimes 12 hour days. And I was there like five days a week. Wow. Yeah. I was committed. I wasn't getting paid. And looking back at it now, it was, it's, it's silly because I didn't really get much out of it I mean sure I can put his credit on there but like I don't really need it anymore mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but um yeah I'd say that was like really my only 
job. I played soccer. Like I, I was a sports kid. So like that was my job per se. But like in high school before I like before soccer became like an actual, you know, like mm -hmm. career, if you will, mm -hmm. um, I was doing that and then graduated and then started getting into boring stuff, which we don't need to talk about. Sounds like you're you've been pretty privileged your whole life, man. Listen, at the end of the day, I am very lucky and very blessed to have been have brought up how I was raised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was I was really lucky. I was a really lucky kid. I'm not I'm not yeah. I'm fucking with you. Dude. No, I know. I tell I am. I am. I was very lucky. Yeah, yeah. You was, still have to work hard, bro. Like you still worked hard to to achieve your goals. Like Oh, trust me. I'm not people, giving you I'm not going to not give you credit for that. No, I, I definitely worked. I definitely put in yeah. my two cents, but I will say I think I probably got a head start over sure. over most people. But I, again, I was very lucky and I'm very appreciative of of what I have. Yeah, as long as you have your your feet on the ground and understanding of like being in the right place at the right time for those opportunities then that's i'm here right? that's always said the facts i mean this is the the pinnacle of anything you'll ever do in your life <laughs> i'll be quite frank like you'll probably be done with it like this is probably what will springboard you into whatever you want to get into so this is the highlight of my life right now this is what i've set myself up for at 26 years old to be on this podcast it's not even close yeah, this is it. This like, is it. This is so everything. It just is it all downhill from here. <laughs> yes, <laughs> this is this is where the hill starts. Yes. Um, so we're in here LA. We go. we go to this spot called Craig's. Is it Craig's? Craig's. Yeah. We go to Craig's on Monday. This amazing steakhouse. In which I you see, met Craig. And I, I met I, I when I met Craig, I said Craig, Craig, Craig. Yeah, I remember. Like I, said I heard it three you say that. Times. <laughs> After his I, three glasses, I didn't know if in, he right? said Greg or Craig. It's so, so funny. bro. So, so we funny. walk in. The paparazzi are outside. Yeah, we walk in. I see one of the anchors from Sports Center sitting down uh, at the table next to us, and then James Corden walks by us. Yeah, uh, and Victoria, then Victoria Justice, Justice is there. there. Yeah. So yeah. this isn't just a dinner, bro. Okay. No, so no. and I, it's a it's very spot. expensive spot. I looked at the menu before I even got there, G. That's how I was like, yo, this is where we going. <laughs> You're I'm one of those people. 100%. If I know a bomb spot that we're going to, I want to, I don't want to like, I'll ask the waiter, the waitress, like, sure. hey, what is the go-to? I want to be a tourist, dude. There's reasons why you're a tourist. That's why I never understand when people are like, why do you do tourist things? Be motherfucker, like, because people want to do them. Yes. Like, that's why. Yeah. So we're in this fancy-ass restaurant that's playing all the West Coast slaps. I haven't been to the West Coast in forever. I'm stoked as fuck. <laughs> Tupac is playing. Like, I'm, I'm having a glass of wine that, the, that I don't even know how much it costs. I don't, right, yeah, the guy just. Go, I said, I need, I need a really good red wine. Yeah, and he didn't, he didn't even bring out a menu that was like, hey, you can. And then I yeah. could look at the price. He was no. just like, no, go with this one. Like, so, you. bro, that's probably like a hundred dollar glass. We have no idea you how much that, this that son of a bitch upcharged the yes. shit out of that thing. He goes, I he know was, just the wine. He was that, yeah, so yeah. smooth with his words, though. Yeah, a little too smooth. Yeah, like, <laughs> a little too <laughs> smooth. What he say? You're like, I want something bold. And he said, he said, oh, this is this one's so bold it'll be hitting on your girlfriend right in front of you or something right. like that. Right. And I'm like, what a way to like, like, explain a, a, a glass of red wine. I was like, all right, like sounds good. Yeah. I don't know if I wanted that. I got the smooth one. So it sounded it sounded good to me. And so like we're ordering we're ordering these wines that we have no idea how much they cost. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not in a position, bro. I'm not even kidding. I'm in a position where I'm like. I need to know if I'm paying for this. Like sure, I need sure, to know sure, sure. right now if I'm if because if I'm throwing down if on is, this meal, you're like waiter. Uh, actually, scratch the red wine. Please. Yeah, scratch the red scratch wine because this twenty dollars Caesar salad is going to get the job done for me. <laughs> like, right? 
so so we are we are in the midst of this dinner and i get a market priced 18 ounce bone and ribeye because you know what i'm saying like dude you went for it and it was so incredible i didn't like everyone is just filming and and doing whatever they need to do around the table i'm like Bruh, this steak smacks you. I was like, you have all the influencers like this, yes. like shooting, 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 and then there's JD over there just like, bro. I'm not talking. Yo, I'm if you if you ever eat with me and I and I give you like ten wows in the first like five minutes where I'm just like, wow, you, you know it's good. Wow, <laughs> dude, I'm not talking to nobody, bro. But it's so like under the radar. It's not. It's not like wow. Like to the whole table, it's just no. It's a wow. subtle like wow. Wow. And so, bro, I'm ordering, I order this steak. I get, the guy goes, oh, this is, this is where I like, this is where I'm saying this is, uh, uh, I, um, this is a judgment of character on my behalf. He's about to cry. No, because the waiter goes, do you want the fries? Or he goes, or do you want the Parmesan truffle fries? (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, right there, James. He's just, boom. I was like, my G, throw the, Throw the Parmesan truffle Those on the thing. Those things were good, dude. So, Those things were unreal. Bro, I was dead. And so, like, we're just. I love this. watching you relive this moment right now. I know, like, because, it's just so picture perfect. I have in to your remind brain. you guys that this is not normal. Like, this is <laughs> not normal, bro. Like, it's just not a normal life for me. So, I was very. I say this with respect. I was very appreciative that I was at this table where I didn't even have to look at the check. And I, and I told myself, I said, please, Jesus, do not let me ever not be appreciative of getting a meal like this because it was so good. You and, went full, you know? full force. Yeah, you so like, I, I didn't need this to be as deep as it sounded, but I just was like, bruh, the fact that I didn't have to pay for that meal because that's yeah. where I would go to celebrate like – a big, a big check, a big like, yeah, uh, promotion yeah, yeah. Sure, or whatever. Sure. And I and I met Craig like it was nothing, bro. I was like, my G, great steak, no, no, market price. It on. didn't even have a hold price on. on it, dude. He this was not like my G. He was like, Craig, Craig, Craig? <laughs> no, yeah. Craig? Oh, I did. Oh, sir, beautiful restaurant. I yeah, did bitch great. out. I did Love bitch out. Love what you did back in the back. Are those are those new uh, marble? Marble? Yeah, yeah, great. Love what you did. Yeah. yeah was, uh, listen, man, that was the, what you saw was me. Yeah, no, that was, it was genuine and it was authentic and we love you for it. But let's get back to how, yeah. uh, your crazy ass wanted to go to the, the club. Yeah. And so I was like, Hey, I'm cause when you come, when pe- this is, this is what I do not like about when people tell you they're coming in town and they don't act appropriate. And what I mean by that is if someone came to visit me in Boston, Mm. I understand they're going to take me out of my routine. Sure. I understand that I'm probably going to have to go out and show them places that I've been to a million, a million times. times. Sure, sure. I'm going to have to take them on the 90th thou- or the 950th thousandth Freedom Walk Trail trip. I don't even know what that or is. That, the Freedom Trail is like a historical like little walk that you take throughout Boston. You can like see different history oh, cool. stuff. Cool, cool, cool. Like I'm going to take you to Mike's Pastry. You know, we're going to have a, a dinner in the North End. All these things I've done so many times, but you haven't. So mm, I want to make sure. sure that you have a great time. So when sure. people, when people, you have friends that visit from out of town, I have expectations. And so I, if I come to LA, and your expectation is go to the fucking club. I want to, if I meet Craig, Jeez. that means, Unreal. that means I should go to it's either like, Vegas. Bro, if we're meeting Craig, right? We're meeting Craig at his own restaurant. Turning I'm like, off hey, to a good start. this is turning out to be one of those nights. And so then I always see um, this club Poppy on TV. It's like, 
this celebrity's leaving Poppy. This person couldn't get into Poppy. This blah blah blah. Couldn't <laughs> so couldn't do any you. Poppy. Yeah. If that's a, that's news, an even JD, that's the DJ can't get into Poppy. Unreal. <laughs> new, uh, breaking news. I could never get into Poppy ever. And so I'm just like, okay, I'm with the people that could do that, sure. and we're gonna go and have a good time and sure, whatever. Sure, sure, sure. And this was the one night where everyone's like. I'm tired. Oh, I don't want to go out. I'm too high. I'm like, bruh, I'm coming from out of town. I'm, I'm literally, I've been traveling the, like, uh, traveling like crazy. I felt like I was in London on jet lag. Like, I was just like, my brain wasn't even there, and I was still down for the cause. Yeah. And then you guys were like, no, you know what? We're just going to No, gonna no, no. Don't say you guys. Don't put me in that category. Home. I was down. But I was just like, I'm one of those guys where it's like, if everyone's in, I'm in. If everyone's just kind of like wishy-washy, then I'm just going to be out. That's fair. I can understand. You know. I can respect that. I just was, I, we, and we did have a window there with, with, with our boy that was like, he was like, all right, I'm down. And that's when you need to like strike. That's when it's yeah, like, all yeah, right, yeah. everyone, yeah. everyone up. hundred percent. But yeah, 100%, so I agree. we, we didn't we go a little too long. Um, by the end of this trip, I hope to at least have one, one of those nights, Clubbing one of experience. those LA nights, even though the last time I was in a club in LA, I don't think anyone knew music was on because everyone was just so interested in themselves. You know what I mean? It was that's just the like, thing is just like, like, like you want to go out because you're like, Oh, I have this great idea of like going to the club and it's gonna be so much fun. And yada, yada. It's like, for us, it's like, Kids are sitting up here, just like this. Yeah, yeah, bro. I'm a and DJ. I know what the club is like, but I, yeah, <laughs> looking at each other. And they're like, they're oh, not yeah, paying for the bottle. This. Yeah, you know. What no, I mean? nobody's paying for shit, dude. Which is like, honestly, that's the way to ride. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna pay for a bottle. But like, everyone just loves to sit around, and it's just kind of like a bigger dick contest. Like, you know. Yeah, I want to like see how I, I wanted. I wanted to go and compare. That's I what. Like, I wanted. <laughs> Not when you have like <laughs> fucking DeAndre Jordan sitting there and Blake Griffin over there, and you're like, oh, all right, no, okay, dude. Well, hey, that way. I don't think I told you this. The last time I was in LA, this is how I. This is why, like, it made me uncomfortable, and I knew I was in the wrong place because we went to some club, and we got in there, and like two girls came up and walked. They walked up to me, and they were like talking to me. I was like, there's no right, there's no reason for you guys to be talking to me right now. Like, why? Chill. You're a good looking Listen, kid. I'm a good look. I'm a good looking guy, but at the same time, smooth with it. No, they, they saw who I walked in with and they were like, Hey, you know, we should get your number. You know, like, what are you guys doing after this? I'm like, who'd you walk in with? Uh, we walked in, I think we walked in with, uh, just, Bryce and okay. yeah. I, I mean, I don't want to name drop. I don't know these just, people, just bro. Like yeah. Just, we walked in, we walked in with some peoples. <laughs> So I was just in the back like a peasant. I was just the ant, okay? So I was just I was just you following have to stop the crumbs. Saying this. You it's have the to truth, stop bro. That. That's I, not got, the truth. I gotta know my place in the pecking order. But no. yeah, so we just went in and it was just I thought I just thought it was funny that that had transpired. I was like, oh okay. So I, that's what I wanted at Poppy. I wanted sure, to like sure. walk in and I wanted to be like, listen, I'm like Drake's brother. You know what I mean? I wanted I'm to like lie. Yeah, like I wanted to play brother. a part, man. I wanted to play. You wanted a to get. Part. You wanted to get into acting. He's in LA and already he's an actor. All right. Um, <laughs> his first role. <laughs> uh, all right. So I want to dive in and do a few more things here. Okay. What do you think your audience loves the most from you? Like when you put out content, what have you seen your audience gravitate to the most? Everyone loves. Everyone always asks me for thirst traps, but those are like those are like my diehards. Right. And I don't like doing that so much. Your mic's falling. Um, I don't I don't really care for like doing that because to me it's like, bro, you're twenty six. Like, what are you doing with yourself? You know, mm -hmm. what are you doing with your life? Um, now a lot of people like acting ones, yeah. They like the acting ones. What else would you say they like? Acting ones. Um 
Yeah, just like just and I told I was told you like do some dating shit. Like you like will tell tell people I used to, I used to do dating advice. Okay. And like that what? people love that. Oh. Hold on one second. It's all good. He's Technical. plugging in his uh his headphones here. They just went out. Goody? We good? Yep. All right, we're good. Um, yeah, people loved the uh, the dating advice for a long time. I would be like, I'd be like, hey, babe. Uh, and then just like say like whatever I was saying. And uh, that worked for a long time. But then it just like, it was fun and it was good and it helped a lot of people, which I was like, I really liked. But then I'm only 26 years old. I don't know everything. So I either recycle content or I just found myself like not enjoying it as much. And I was like, I feel like this is kind of like cornering me into just being like the relationship guy. I was at the OC fair with, with the whole trailer house. Mm -hmm. And I remember someone walked up to me and said, Oh, I know you, you're the Hey Babe guy. And as soon as she said that, I was like, I'm done. I'm done with oh, the, I'm done with the Hey like Babes. That. I didn't like it because I just felt like it, I, just, I want to be known as Troy. I don't want to be a TikToker. Well, describe that to someone who has no fucking idea what the hey babe thing is. Would you say like hey babe and then you would describe? And then I would just, hey babe was my intro to all my videos for like a solid, what, three, four months? But you yeah. say like hey babe and then what? Like It would what? be like, it would be like hey babe and then it would be like, uh, listen, if uh, he wanted to, he would and he's not. So get your ass up and we're going to the fucking, like just something like that. Just like, it was just inspiring it was like women in, i mean i don't know that's so inspiring that's so yeah, yeah, yeah. Say from no me. no no I th but like listen man it's a confidence thing i think these days with dating so but which one was the biggest one that hit for you the one of your biggest hey babes um i had one where it was like it was like um it was like hey babe and then it was i didn't even start with hey babe on this one it just said something along the lines of like how um nobody dates anymore facts right? i was like i was like i was like how come uh Everybody, nobody dates anymore. It's just like, oh, you want to like hook up, blah, 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 kind of like vibe. And then there was another one where it was like, what was it? It was like, oh, you like me? I like, oh, I said something about being like direct. It was like, why does everyone have to play the game of like cat and mouse and like chase and chase? It's like, why can't you just walk in somewhere and be like, hey, I like you. Do you like me? And then I was like, you do? You want to go on a date next week? And it was just like, people loved that for mm. some reason, which was really funny. I did a funny like skit where it was like, hey, send this to like your your crush or something like that. And then was like, Hey, between you and me, like, do you like so-and-so? And, -so? and mm -hmm. then they'd be, and then I would just be like, you do. All right, cool. Like, can I grab your number so I can like, okay, cool. Thank you. So all right. All right. And then I like, like mouths, like I got it. And then I was like, all right, cool. I'll, I'll have her call you next week. Like oh, she got the number and people love that. Cause like they sent it off to like all their crushes, I think. Yeah. It's or they so, probably sent it to their friends. Make it's very it. relatable. Listen, man, dating is very, very difficult these days. There's, there's so many options. And I think there's this level of um, that of perfection that people think they have, mm -hmm. where it's like they look for one thing, so then they can make the excuse to like their homies or their friends of why they didn't date so and so or why it didn't work out. Sure. It was very like defense mechanismy. Sure. Yeah. Whereas like yeah. if you were to judge, I'm always especially with first dates, um, and I hope the other person feels the same way. I I never take them unless I see clear red flags. Mm -hmm. I ne I always try to give it the benefit of the doubt, even the first handful of months, because, dude, how are you really supposed to know somebody? You don't. And in so many different yeah. situations, so it's like, but there are things that I think you can gravitate to uh, quickly that I think are, you know, that are easy to follow up with like a, a second date or anything like that. Like sure. I always feel this is okay. Th this is a great example. <laughs> hey babe, give me some <laughs> dating advice here. Let's do this. Let's do a, Hey babe God, with here Troy. We go. Here we go. Uh, so like, 
let's say for instance, I'm talking to a girl, right? Mm-hmm. My, for me, I'm more of a caller, right? Yeah. I'm more of a caller. So I, my, to- my text game is okay, so cool. trash as far as like smooth and like whatever, sure. like as far as the, cause texting is a game. Yeah, texting like is it a is massive for, game. It is a mind fuck. And I don't yeah. care who says I don't like the game. Everyone plays the game or they're in a game without them even knowing. Does right. Does that make sense? And I'm not interested in that. Yeah. So like I'm I'm to an age now where I and I think I felt this for a very long time. If I go out with you and we chop it up, we have a great time or whatever. I I'm a, I do not want to text. I want to text to a certain point, but I always want to feel like mm. I want to call you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm I've had so, and I, I don't speak for all women because we have a, a, lady a lady present. Yeah. Um, but I feel like women think you're a psychopath if you call them and they get like really nervous. Sure. And they get um, like, they have to be ready. They do. You know what yeah, I mean? And, yes, and it yes, does. Do. T- and I do understand it takes um, do. a little bit of courage. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? To, because then you're like, oh, you have to have a conversation with me. And I think people are just not as good at that anymore. Well, yeah, it's just it's just easier <clears throat> to stay behind a screen. So what is what are your thoughts on, like, let's say I went out with a date with a girl. Am I a psychopath for wanting to call her? No. Pretty much right after that? Right after it? Well, not like right after it. I'm just saying, like, like, like the- have, if we had a great date. Mm-hmm. Am I now in a position where, like, if I wanted to call her in two days to just have a conversation? This sounds so fucking stupid to me, bro. Why? But, but is that, like, what What are your thoughts on that? In terms of, yeah, I, I think, like, once you meet the person face-to-face, as long as you know it went well. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Give, like, give if it went well. I'm a, I'm a huge I'm a huge believer in just FaceTimes. If I DM someone and I get their number, I will FaceTime them. I won't even shoot them a text. I'll literally FaceTime them off the bat. Because to me, it, like, it kind of just, like, puts your foot down a little bit and and also it it tells you a lot about the person whether or not they pick up and how they respond to the text if they don't pick up whether they're like hey i'm you know in a meeting or i'm jumping on the shower or whatever but like i agree with you in terms where it's like okay girls have to look presentable like they they don't have to but i feel like women like to look good mm-hmm. in order to answer the facetime right off the bat and so you like get comfortable and it's like they can be brushing their teeth and like answer the phone, you know? Right. But like, I don't think you're crazy at all for like wanting to text or uh, call or, or FaceTime someone two days after a good date. I would say like the texting would just be like, if you had a great time, just like, be like, Hey, text me at home. And then just be like, Hey, I had a great time. Like, you know, hope you got, obviously, obviously. And then, yeah, I feel like that just, I think you just broke the ice off the first date. Your ears in such a rare air there, because I know, I have been told by like almost nine out of 10 women that if I ever FaceTime them, they would like slit my throat. They're like, don't ever FaceTime me ever in the history. I love FaceTime. So you're, so you're that kind of person. I like FaceTimes. Maybe it's different for everyone. You know? I got you. It is. Yeah, yeah. Everything's different for everyone. Everything's like, you know, situational. But like, to me, it's like, I like someone who's comfortable enough to pick up the phone and just like talk on FaceTime. Facts. Because to me, it's like, I don't like texting throughout the day, even in relationships. I, I'm not the type of guy to text you 24-7 being like, it's 9 o'clock in the morning. Hey, good morning. Hope you have a great day. 10 o'clock. What are you doing right now? 12 o'clock. Hey, I'm at lunch. What are you doing right now? Can't call. Text you later. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, it gets to a point where you get home or you see that person on the second date and you're just like, what do we have to talk about? Because like, you already told me everything you did for the past week right. as you're getting updates. It's like, fuck the updates. Right. It's like, 
text them in the morning. You could text them occasionally throughout the day, but like I save it all for the night and be like, hey, how was your day? And then you have so much more to talk about as opposed to keeping them updated with, I did this and I'm eating a potato salad with, uh, you know, with the green juice. Small, like small shit. Yeah, it's just like that's right, boring, right, right. man. So call away. All right, I call like away. that. Uh, if they, how about this? If they like you, they'll pick up. If what? If they like you, they'll pick up. The, right? If they like right? you, they will pick up. We're going to do um, like some dating advice as far as um, oh God. the, I'm going to call it the ho, ho, ho edition of as, dating advice. As I said, I'm trying to steer away from that. Love it. <laughs> it just always comes full circle. What is, a, what is a thoughtful, um, what's a thoughtful first date idea? Have you ever done like, what's the most thoughtful first date you've ever taken a girl out on? Um, I had, my uncle had an Airstream. Do you know what an Airstream is? Uh-uh. Airstream is like an RV, but it's like that <laughs> silver like old school RV and they have like, has like, it's basically like, a, it's like an RV, but it's smaller. Maybe you've seen it like on the back of a truck in like Georgia, like driving through the hills. Anyways, it's a really cool, like it has a bed. It has like a little uh, kitchen in it and a little, it's like, it's like a motor home. You can like drive it around. And he had one in the hills of Malibu. So he would let me use it whenever I'd want to like, you know, take a girl out or something like that. So I would take her up to the Airstream and we're like in the top, top of Malibu overlooking the water. You see like the lights, PCH. It's so nice because you see all the stars because there's like, it doesn't get blown out from just the city lights. Mm -hmm. So I went up there and uh, I made dinner, had wine. We sat out on the little patio, just like overlooked the stars, had like blankets. Yeah, because I really liked her. Okay. I really liked her. So I was trying to like impress her. But first date, first date, that's someone I really liked. But first date, if it's like, you're just like vibing now. Um, I enjoy like just picking them up, driving down PCH and like stopping off to the uh, side of the street. So this is for Californians. <laughs> that, I just love the beach. I just think it's like, it's easy and there's no like, if you take them to dinner, which is great. I love dinners. Well, for people on the East Coast, man, that's all we got. Like we don't have fucking beaches that we can just roll down you to. You have lakes. Yeah, we do have lakes and they're frozen. Okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, go get your ass some mittens. I don't fucking yeah. know. Like, I, like I don't know, man. Move to California. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big advocate of just going to the beach because it's easy and casual. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I guess for someone who like doesn't have that necessarily, yeah. like I think it'd be really fun to go to like a baseball game or go to like a sporting game. It puts, a lot of, puts a lot of pressure on your conversation. This is the thing. Yeah. This is where I was going to stop you short is don't go the full length of the game because most, most girls aren't going to want to be like. So do you want to go before the fourth inning or after, after. the? Okay. So go you want to like, stay the duration. The yeah. But then go like more. To, yeah. Okay. Show up at like show up fourth, fifth inning. If we're talking baseball where it's enough to see like someone win or lose, you know, and see like the camaraderie of people like screaming, whatever. And just be like, you want to go grab dinner? And then I feel like you have a good. Um, or yeah. late night drinks because games end a little bit later. I've never taken anyone for drinks. Ever. Ever. No. I mean, if we go to dinner, like we'll have wine, but I've never been like, hey, let's go get drinks. I've, I've never done that. I don't even know how to respond to that. I just don't, I, to me, I just don't like, I want to make sure I'm good. So like if I'm on a date, I'm not going to get plastered. Yeah. I, God forbid she gets plastered. I don't want like, I don't want that to happen. Wow. That's I've just never That's actually that. really surprising, dude. Really? Like, I don't know. I've never heard anyone say that yeah, in no, my life. I've never done that. Shake them yes, bitch. <laughs> oh, he's, uh, he's limping already. Mark Al just walked in. Um, so, all right, so I'll go in, in for a, a couple more here. Yeah. So, if they're, if you have someone that you're dating for, like, the first time, sure. and you're going over to their place mm-hmm. for the first time, sure. do you need to bring a gift for, like, Thanksgiving or Christmas? Oh, if it's a, if it's a holiday? Yeah. 100%. 
Okay, yeah. so if you're the significant other or not significant other, but boyfriend or girlfriend going yeah. into... Especially if you're going over to their parents' house. Yeah, yeah, 110%. yeah. 110%. Yeah. Okay. And how much money should you spend on your boyfriend or girlfriend? Because um, Julia, my former co-host, she said men need to spend at least $1,000 on their girl for Christmas. Okay. So what is your the amount of money that each person should spend on each other for I've, the holidays? I'm just like, I'm a really good gift giver. Well, like that, yeah. So, so, and I always take pride in it. I'm like one of those kids where I'm, I love surprises too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I agree with that. Sometimes, like a couple years ago, I bought my girlfriend like like a MacBook Pro, and then I bought my girlfriend before that, which which was years before that. I'm not like a serial dater. Um, uh, like a whole set of like of of like a purse and and clutch and wallet like collection from some designer thing. Mm-hmm. Um. Those were like the big ones, even for like, I'll buy people like nice designer shoes or something like that. But uh, yeah, I'm a big, like, I'm, I want to get my dad like new golf clubs. Do have you ever been broke in your life? Cause oh, all yeah. of the like, oh yeah, <laughs> what the no. fuck? oh, six, six months ago, six months ago, I couldn't yeah. buy myself a, a cup of coffee. I'm like, I could, I could golf clubs, designer bags. I'm like, hey man, can you help me out if I'm dating someone? I just told you I'm going to buy you a Raiders jersey with Osterberg on the back, yeah. or Troy's bitch on the back. That's what like, I'm going to do. You've never asked a girl, or you've never taken a girl out for drinks, but uh, dude, I'm like, I, there's so much happening right now because I just was like, <laughs> well, what do you do? You want a fake date so I can get you some? No, nice stuff man, I'm just or something. Is no, this like I'm you? no, no, no. I'm just. You named like ten things I can't do. So, like, if I was dating someone, like, I would be. I just fucked. I, I enjoy. I'd rather. Yeah. I'd rather just see the joy on their face of like receiving something that I'm like. I know they'll use this. Or I know of course, really you're a good gift giver, man. You're giving good. fucking bags and golf clubs. I mean, and like, this is the ho 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 edition. That's facts, dude. Like, you know, oh my we might gosh, as well. We gotta dude. step this shit up. So yeah, I I agree with whoever you said, but no, yeah. like if you're not in that position, um, you don't need to be spending a thousand dollars on the person. I think it's just okay. like it's more just like thoughtful. It's, it's more of the thoughtful. I think it's. I think. Just give them the gift that keeps on giving, which is not what you think I'm talking about. But it's like something along the lines of like, oh, I got us uh, tickets for your favorite show or uh, like a nice date night out or just like give them like a like a, a pass to being like, hey, you can use this whenever you want. It's something corny being like this is a date, a romantic date or a picnic date on the beach or in the hills or in the woods or whatever it may have be, been, you know, just something like thoughtful that like people can. It's just more sentimental, mm-hmm. you know? way more manageable. What you just said was way more manageable. Hundred ten percent. Which, like, I'll throw on top of the the MacBook Pro. Right on top of that. Right, right, right. Yeah. If you're in a position, you yeah. know what I mean. All right, last one here. Okay. What are your thoughts on if your parents don't like your girl or vice versa, don't like your dude? Oh, like, that's tough. Yeah, I had that happen in high school. <clears throat> well, um, it just makes the relationship difficult. Yeah, and then honestly, it like helped my. It didn't help. It it hurt my relationship with my parents. Right. For a little bit. And I was like, fuck. Um, at the end of the day, I think your your mom is like a great, um, she just knows what's best for you. An indicator. She's always a great indicator. Yeah, yeah. Right. So she, I feel like she can like feel out the significant other like quicker than you can mm-hmm. because love is blind, dude. So if you like really like someone, you could be dismissing so many red flags solely because you're like, oh yeah, she or he's like really good looking person and, and took me to this this and now i feel some type of way where it's just like you know your mom's like bro i could see right through that person right away so um i'd say listen to your parents as much as it like hurts to say if you're like oh no this is my person your parents are like i don't know i wouldn't say like right off the bat you know maybe give them a couple more times and bring them around if your parents aren't necessarily like super gung-ho about them Mm -hmm. 
Um, yeah. Dope. Yeah. I like that. All right, yeah. man. Hey, man. Great job, dude. I hope you enjoyed the pod. My give, brother. Give give all your info out so people can uh, can follow you. Uh, follow me at Troy Osterberg, O-S-T-E-R-B-E-R-G, on TikTok, Instagram. Uh, I don't have a Twitter. YouTube. And, um, yeah. Get a local thirst trap for your boo today. For free. For free. <laughs> for free. <laughs> It's uh, episode 31 of the It's Always Something podcast. We'll catch y'all next week. Peace. Peace.